So I think people really sometimes believe they are these limiting things. Mm -hmm. So they're like, I'm afraid to go through something and change who I am. It's not until they realize how much of a problem those things are creating in all these areas of their life that they're like, I'm, I'm willing to like dive into this deeper. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses, and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I know I always say I'm excited about my guests, but like, do you ever just meet somebody and you were like, if we were in real life, we'd be besties? This is how I feel about my girl, Nicole. Like, I am obsessed with her. I love everything that she does. I'm so grateful I get to work with her. Nicole, welcome to the show today. Tell my audience who you are and what you do. Thank you, Jill. And I feel so the same. And I love chilling with you today in your bedroom. Um, <laughs> but um, it's not going to get weird, you guys. I promise it's not going to get weird. <laughs> but hello, everybody. I'm Nicole. I'm a certified mindset coach and EFT practitioner. And before monetary success becomes like your reality, it's always going to be those intangibles that are going to help you long term. So whether you're looking for success in life, love, or business, you're only going to be able to achieve it if you can stop holding yourself back, actually believe it, and embody it. And more importantly, if you can see yourself as that badass human that God sees you as, like that person that he created you to be. So my signature framework powerfully unites faith and subconscious reprogramming to help you get there faster and with more joy. I love it. So there's so many ways that I want to take this podcast. But first is like, what is your story? Like, how did you get here? I always love to give my audience like a little backstory. Oh my gosh. Well, I feel like I've had nine lives because I'll be 46 in February. And um, Can we just give it up for how good we both look for 45 and 46. Like, seriously, yeah. guys. The Gen Xers are holding it down. Like, for real. <laughs> we are. We are. <laughs> but no. So like, I had a long and winding career before I ended up in corporate. And I ended up completely burning out as a regional director of operations back in 2012. And I left the corporate space. I had no freaking plan. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew like, I didn't want to be in like the rat race anymore. And I was over the long commutes, all the stuff. So I launched my first business three months after leaving corporate. And I was like, I'm a smart chick. What the heck could I do? So yeah. I was like, I love writing. I'm super creative. I have a sales and marketing background. Like I'm going to do social media. So I had like immediate success because I tapped into my existing network. Mm -hmm. And 
So I was like used to that kind of like quick success kind of thing. But once I exhausted those people, I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to get leads? And I have to start showing up on social media. And that's when like all the insecurities from my childhood and my teenage years came like brushing forefront because I was always able to sort of hide that Jill in corporate because like it's so easy to perform under somebody else's brand. But when I had to stand out there and be my own brand, I was like, I am that like awkward girl that got so freaking picked on in middle school, like that would be excluded from sleepovers and like all this stuff. And I just like could not get myself to show up. Like you can scroll back in my Insta feed and I was a social media manager that showed my face on like three of the first 40 posts. Yeah. So I was like, I am going to implode this business Mm -hmm. because I have such a fear of showing up. And I knew my work was great. I was getting awesome results for other people. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, like other people are excelling. And here I am just stuck. And I just knew that the reason was me. I was holding myself back. And my biggest fear was being like, I'm going to get to the end of my life and always have suffered from this like lack of Mm self-confidence and hiding in plain sight and like imposter syndrome and not being able to like fully ever feel like I was truly being myself. Mm -hmm. So I was just so sick of it. I was like, I'm in my forties. Like, when is this going to freaking end? And all the books behind me are self-help books Mm -hmm. and none of them ever helped me with lasting change, but Mm -hmm. I finally found subconscious reprogramming. And that was the thing. So I hear subconscious reprogramming a lot. I hear like subconscious reprogramming, hypno breath work, EFT, all these things. And you know, like I was not a woo person up until like recently. And I used to think that this stuff was like total BS. I was like, these are just like fad words, like on the internet that like people are like making money on. Talk about what subconscious reprogramming actually is. And like the scientific reasons why people actually need it. Because now I'm all for it. Now I'm like, everybody needs to do it. Yeah, I'm I'm like the biggest cheerleader for it now. And it's crazy because subconscious reprogramming is completely not woo, right? Like you can make certain aspects of it woo, but the whole gist of subconscious programming is like your mind is a big computer, Mm -hmm. okay? And you have your conscious part of your mind and your subconscious part. And the subconscious is 95% of your brain. Mm -hmm. And your brain thinks in pictures, Mm -hmm. right? If I say like, tell me about your childhood Christmas, like an image flashes on the front of your mind. Your mind doesn't think in words, Mm -hmm. right? It it thinks in images. So for everything you've ever experienced in life, your mind has stored that picture of what happened at that time. But because everybody has a different model of reality, the way you internalize that event before you store it determines whether that was like an empowering memory or a totally disempowering memory. Mm -hmm. But like nothing has meaning except the meaning that we actually apply to it. And that's because of all the filters that things run through before they get stored in your mind. So basically when you're a really young kid from ages zero to seven, you don't have the ability to reject information. Mm -hmm. So like when I was in kindergarten and kids were like, don't play with that girl, she's weird, whatever. Right. I am like, I'm weird. Mm -hmm. Or like when I I was five years old and had cancer. And I was always scared. It's no wonder that why I'm 45 now and someone says something to me, I instantly worry that something's wrong with me. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. in that moment, you just accept that information. 
Mm-hmm. You're not like, I'm not weird. They're just freaking not my people, right? Yeah. You don't have that ability to do that. So then what happens is your brain runs through something that's called the reticular activating system. And you start to look for evidence to support that mm-hmm. all through your life. So it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. It becomes a limiting belief. Mm-hmm. And then all these limiting beliefs compile and they become a limiting identity. Like they start to limit the way you show up in the world and how you see yourself. Mm-hmm. And you think I am this. But like where I always tie faith into it, Mm -hmm. first and foremost, is like, no, that's not how God brought you into this world. Mm -hmm. Like you are this perfect, awesome, kick-ass, unique person. You are not those labels, those stories, those experiences. Mm -hmm. So just like you chose to put those labels on and sort of walk forward and believe them, you can take those off because they are not inherently of you. Mm -hmm. So subconscious reprogramming helps you go back now with your adult mind Mm -hmm. and reprocess those things Mm -hmm. without emotionally having to experience them again. Like not having to go back to the yard where kids were mean to you or going back to where I had cancer. Like you don't have to actually go back and like live in those moments. Exactly. You're not going to like experience the trauma and everything of it, but you can sort of see it from a bird's eye view with the modalities that we use. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, Mm -hmm. no, you can disassociate yourself. Mm -hmm. So say for me, when I was able to let go of all these things, I'm like, yeah, I remember when I didn't feel confident. Mm -hmm. I remember when I thought I was like shy or something like that. And I'm like, but I just, I don't have any emotional connection to that memory anymore. I'm like, that, that was not me. Mm -hmm. So it can happen really fast. Shifts can happen really fast because your subconscious mind doesn't have a concept of time. Mm Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. I mean, like every time I hear like more people talk about it, I like absolutely lean in because I do. I feel like there's so many things that it like it can actually do for you. And I love that you said like there's not enough self-help books that'll help get there because it's still like the information that's like processed in your head. So why do you think so many people are afraid or like nervous to tap into this? I think they think it's like, I don't want to say woo-woo or they think it's like fake. They think it's sort of like cultish. They don't realize that so many of the thoughts that they've been given are not their own, mm-hmm. right? Like think of, um, you know, you can take two sisters and they're like, oh, Jillian's like the shy one. Mm-hmm. Maggie's the athletic one, mm-hmm. right? So now because you've been told that by people who love you and don't mean any harm over and over and over, you think like, no, I've always been shy. Mm-hmm. You've never even had a chance mm-hmm. You before you adopted that thought and that limiting belief. So I think people really sometimes believe they are these limiting things. Mm -hmm. So they're like, I'm afraid to go through something and change who I am. It's not until they realize how much of a problem those things are creating in all these areas of their life that they're like, "I'm, I'm willing to like dive into this deeper. Yeah. It's so interesting. So now let's talk about EFT. I know EFT is also your jam. And that's one that I'm still like learning about. I'm like, what are these people doing? Tapping on their head, like teach me all the things. Tell me what what EFT tapping is. So EFT stands for emotional freedom techniques. Okay. Okay. And basically it's this kick-ass modality. It's helped me so freaking much. I Can you share some of the things that like it's helped you with? Uh, Social anxiety was a huge one. Okay. Like, especially coming out of COVID. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh. And having to go into situations where I knew I was going to be around a group of women who like weren't super supportive. Yep. 
and would sort of be like that mean girl click kind of thing. Your childhood, the mean girl. Exactly. So I would always like retreat into myself, even no matter how much I would try to pump myself up before going into those situations. As soon as I experienced that mean girl behavior, I would like become that shell again. Mm -hmm. And I start to embody and reinforce like nobody likes me kind Mm -hmm. of thing in my head. EFT helps me break through that. So it combines cognitive therapy, Mm -hmm. exposure therapy, Mm -hmm. and then like physical stimulation of these acupressure points in your body, Mm -hmm. right? So we are just like electricity. We have electricity going through our bodies. So there's been over a hundred studies of how EFT has helped people with PTSD, anxiety, um, and then like everyday things like abundance. But then there's over a dozen studies, Jill, showing how it's helped people long-term with depression. So basically you tap on these different parts of your body that are energy meridians. They stimulate electricity flow within your body. Okay. And there's a lot of theory around when energy is just blocked in your body, electricity is blocked in these different areas. You start to experience negative emotions. Mm -hmm. So when we tap on these different parts of our body while saying certain statements. Mm -hmm. Okay. What happens is you are stimulating energy flow throughout your body, but because you are focused on the negative thing, right? The social anxiety, the mean girl stuff, whatever, right? You're saying things and you're tapping on these parts of your body. And what's happening is your brain is focusing in not only on what you're saying, but on the physical location of where you're tapping. So now it starts to signal Nicole is safe. Mm -hmm. Nicole is safe. Mm -hmm. So it realizes that your body is safe. So now it starts to desensitize yourself Mm -hmm. to this negative thing that you are thinking about while you're tapping. And it has an overall calming effect on your brain and on your amygdala. So you don't have that same negative emotional response Mm -hmm. to the thing that you're tapping about. And then there's been so many studies too that show like they've measured people's brain waves while experiencing a traumatic event, like mm-hmm. PTSD, recalling yeah. that event and how they're real chaotic. But then afterwards, after EFT, immediately after EFT, the brain wave patterns are all normal again. It is so interesting. Yeah. It's, it's literally so interesting. So I know you had mentioned like PTSD a few times, which not everybody that listens to this podcast, obviously, hopefully does not have PTSD. But like, is this for everyone? Like, can everybody use these modalities? Or is it like a certain person that you kind of look for when you're looking for part, like clients? Almost anything can be tapped on. Mm -hmm. So I use this with abundance, with money mindset, with stepping into a more powerful identity, a more powerful way of being, with releasing limiting beliefs, with people who are having relationship Mm -hmm. issues, with people who are having trouble stepping into that CEO. Like Mm -hmm. it's basically any kind of thought or limiting belief that you need to let go of, you can use this with, but you can also use it to just calm yourself Mm -hmm. and have like, you could say this, like do it along with your positive affirmations. Mm -hmm. So you can experience effects like 15 minutes after doing it. That's insane. Yeah. And then it takes like six cumulative hours of tapping for things to stick long term. Mm -hmm. But for example, when they've used it with depressive patients, they took two groups of people and one was in therapy. One group was in therapy for eight weeks. The other just did EFT tapping for eight weeks. Mm-hmm. 
They both experienced relief of their symptoms, but at three months and six months, the talk therapy group reverted back Mm -hmm. and the EFT group didn't because it literally can permanently rewire your neural pathways, the way you experience these emotions and thoughts. Yeah. I love it. You guys, if you guys are listening to this podcast right now, obviously, and you're like, I'm here for this, like Nicole is absolutely your girl for this. The last subject that I absolutely want to touch on is you lead so much with faith. You talk about it in your intro. You talk about it when every time I've heard you on a podcast, your social media, all of the things. And I think that for some people, they're afraid to really step into their true authentic self because they're afraid they might be judged or they might be afraid of like, hey, I'm not for everybody. So how are you so confident showing up who you actually are and leading with faith first? Well, I fully and faithfully believe in what it says in the Bible, um, where like Jesus says, if you are embarrassed of me in front of people, then I will be embarrassed of you in front of my father. Like when, when that time comes, uh, mic drop right there. Yeah. So it's like, I have like, this is part of my life purpose and mission to like spread the word and show people what faith can look like. Mm-hmm. That it doesn't have to be stuffy and buttoned up. I drop the f bomb. You yeah, know, like I. She does, yeah. you guys trust me? I, I'm yeah. one of her coaches. Like she's, she's <laughs> walking around like praying all the time. Like she's got she's got a wild side too. Absolutely, but um, this is what I realized too. If you are a believer, or even if you're just curious about it, I am almost all the way through reading the Bible for the first time front to back, and all throughout the Bible. It talks about how when somebody tries to do something on their in their own power without coming to God first, it like ends up in catastrophe. Mm-hmm. It takes so much longer. It's so much harder, right? Like God, his whole thing is he wants you to lean on him. Mm-hmm. So that's where like it, it all starts for my clients and I. We get grounded and rooted and, and understand that like, look, God, help us in this situation. Mm -hmm. Show us how Jillian needs to move through these things, like literally come into our session, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I think what people don't realize is the spiritual world is actually much more real than what we see around us. And it would be a whole nother podcast for me to share with you all of the stuff that I've experienced in my life to know that that is absolutely true. But there are forces out there that Mm -hmm. don't want you to shine your light. Mm-hmm. that are like, good, Jillian's playing small. Mm-hmm. She's not going to fulfill her purpose. She's yeah. believing the lies and not how God sees her. Yeah. So I really feel like we exist on four planes, the emotional plane, the mental plane, the spiritual plane, and the physical plane. Mm-hmm. So you have to be operating on all four planes mm-hmm. to really have that full holistic transformation. Mm-hmm. And I have seen so much. I even test myself, Jill. It's so funny. I'll be watching my client and we'll be going through like say EFT. And then I'm, you know, coaches like you know are trained to watch body language. When I bring statements in about God, mm-hmm. the body language changes immediately. I see the shift start to happen. And it is so crazy amazing that I'm like, oh my gosh, the proof is just so in the pudding. Yes, he's literally there with you. Yeah. It's like otherworldly the shifts and the transformations people can have when you're like, God, we need, we need you in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's why. Beautiful. 
So do you normally work with people who are very faith-based? No, I, it's actually across the board. People at least have to be open to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I have people, most people, Jill, though, are like, I pray, but I just, I don't, I don't know, like nothing happens. I feel like I'm doing it wrong or yeah. I'm afraid to sh- bring my whole self to God, right? So it's like they're hiding in real life in so many ways. They're hiding from God. It's like no matter which way they turn, they're not really showing up. Yeah. So I help them get to that vulnerable place and realize how easy it is to bring God into your life and into your business. It's so freaking important not to com- like compartmentalize. You do both of them. That's yeah. so-, so people that are listening to this podcast right now and they're falling in love with you and they're like, okay, she's my girl, faith-based, EFT, subconscious programming, all the things. What do you have going on and how do people work with you? So I love the one-on-one. One-on-one is like absolutely my jam. You know that too. Like every yeah. time you have a group program, I'm like, Jill, do you do one-on-one? I need you for one-on-one. <laughs> I, mean, I love one-on-one, you guys. <laughs> so I have a full like four-month transformation journey. If you're like, I just, I want it all. I want to step into that highest, truest version of me. I want the shit to stop holding me back. Like I'm ready for it all. So I have a four month program where I do that with people. But if you just are like, I have this one specific thing I want to work through, or I just want to give EFT a try. I do one-off transformation sessions. So you can do book those as well. They're absolutely incredible. So when people are listening to this right now and they're like, okay, I'm not sure if this is for me, what are some of like the symptoms that you're like, if you're experiencing this, it's time that you and I work together. So if you feel like you struggle with confidence, Mm -hmm. if you have some negative self-talk going Mm -hmm. on, whether it's about how you look, how you like operate in your business, if you have any kind of fears Mm -hmm. around success, around worthiness, if you find yourself often comparing yourself Mm -hmm. to others and like feeling like you're never measuring up, If you have anxiety and you're feeling anxious, if you feel like you just keep, I could go on and on, but like a lot of my people too feel like they keep attracting the wrong person. Mm-hmm. They're like looking for love mm-hmm. and they they can't find it or they keep finding like narcissists or, or yeah. people that just are not healthy. It all comes because your inner world creates your outer world. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you are seeing something around you in your life and you especially see a pattern something yeah, needs yeah, to change on the yeah, inside. Like I'm always talking this way. I'm always getting these same type of clients. I'm always dating the same kind of person. Like those are patterns and that's what you help people break. Yeah, absolutely. Nicole, where do people find you? Um, you can most easily connect with me on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It is so easy to drop into the DM. You don't have to be formal or know exactly what you want to say. Just be like, hey, I heard you on Jillian's podcast and I just want to know more. Perfect. I love it. You guys go over, follow her. Um, you guys know there's nobody they don't bring on the show. They don't like massively edify that like I would not personally hire myself. So Nicole is absolutely incredible at what she does. Nicole, thank you so much for being here today, my friend. Love you, Jill. Love you, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts? Or take a screenshot and share it on social media. And don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode, but until then, 
Feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.